No matter who you are, where you are, or what you celebrate, it's only one thing I have to say this holiday season. Hen... Shin... Uh, it's a frosty night, everyone. It's just snowing, it's cold, and I've started to stoke this fire now, and I've hung up my mittens to dry. They're soaking wet as the frost falls off. And as like I sit around this fire, I wish I could re- look at a tail and regale it with others. Oh, who's this? Oh, hello. Please come from the cold. Hello. Why, it's the Rangers playing crew. Hello. Hi. Happy Life Day. Happy Life Day. It is the airing of grievances. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Festivus, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm here, too. I brought the poll. <laughs> Thank you, Kurt. Thank you, Kurt. So, yeah, uh, this is uh, me, Kip, for Common Ride with me, and here we have, uh, as we just said, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hey, how's it going? And we have Ashley. Hello, Ashley. Hi, everybody. <clears throat> and Jules. Hey, Jules. Hey! Yeah, and they are here for a very special, uh, a very special uh, experiment. Let's call it that. For um, and I, we are going to try and do a commentary track today. Yeah, uh, I'll definitely say this episode is very uh, special. It's uh, <laughs> oh god. Wait, a commentary track? You mean I don't have to edit this episode myself for once? No, what is you, going no, on? Kurt, you're no, off Kurt. the hook. You're off the hook. Hooray! What are we you... watching? We're watching uh, episode 14 of Savannah's Mass Writer, Furbus's First Christmas. Remember that episode, Kurt? You, you told me we were never going back. You lied to me. I'm sorry. Oh, well. Well, so far, Furbus hasn't really messed with my Christmas. Has he? How to mess with your Christmas yet or no? <sighs> <laughs> I'm still oh cleaning God. up glass shards and beer cans. How? 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 How did Ninjor find him? Didn't Dex <sighs> drop him off on the way to his home world or something? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe Dex never brought him back. Just left him. I mean, I would leave him too. <laughs> I mean, maybe Ferbus is just misunderstood. I mean, if he's misunderstood, he hasn't really uh, tried to make us understand him. Furbus is an arbiter of chaos. Nothing good comes from it. No. No. I think that Furbus, uh, overall, just needs to be taught some love and some lessons. And I know that Furbus, uh, I guess I was there when Furbus did kind of ruin your, your holiday party. But maybe now we could teach him about the holidays and how it's not just about like drinking and like, getting yourself over. It's about, well, I'm not sure what lessons it's about, but maybe this episode will tell us. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Strong baby. So if you're following o- along, um, this is episode 14. Um, it is available. And I'm looking at a YouTube account, the Saban's Mass Rider. So it must be legit. 
Super legit. Say. Super legit. Very legit. But no, uh, we are starting just uh, right at a black screen right before the comet as the Mass Rider theme starts up. So try to think of the best that you can, but uh, we're going right into the like comet and the opening. And with that, uh, let's get ready to commentate on this, uh, which should be a very instructional episode. Here we go of again. Mass Rider. Back at it again at Krispy Kreme. Uh, Three, two, one. Start up. This does not look 4K. <laughs> no. I think they only managed to uh, 4K master that one intro. Hopefully Nefari has an evil plan. That's kind of her MO. Yeah, I mean, that's her whole thing, is evil plans and trying to do them better than... Uh, I spaced on his name. I, I tried Dra- to... Dragon? Oh, Lord Dragon. Yeah, Dragon. Dragon. Dragon's yeah. like the Dragon's the comic guy that's actually way more confident. Yeah. But I mean, then he like blames everything that goes wrong on Nefaria, even though like she's the only one actually doing anything around there. Yeah. This opening is a lot. Like I do love the like juice box scene though. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Okay, oh, Furbus sighting. There are four episodes of this show with Furbus in the title. Oh. Yeah. It was good smile. Yep. Is it fair to say that like Albie's the best actor in this show? He's one of yes. Yeah. I mean, for a kid actor, he was really good. He was. <laughs> yeah. I still laugh at the fact that like the actress who plays um the mom, uh, she she played a lot of other bit parts after this, and she has a bit part on one of my favorite favorite TV shows, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, the part is literally that she's playing a uh, a judge in a porno that uh, Rebecca's trying to watch. Oh. <laughs> and it's, uh, a, 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 it's like her, it's this judge getting in a, in a four-way with three men, as is her, her right as a feminist. I didn't know that Dex called him dad. That's a little weird. Yeah. I mean, he's he basically like he shows up in a crater in their backyard and they're like, well, we will adopt this like teenage boy that just showed up. Yep. King Mondo <laughs> and. Oh, oh, God, the wig is back, Ashley. <sighs> I just. Also, I think Dex is like dad is actually dead or something. It's hot girl season. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's like, can't. I'm doing hot girl shit. <laughs> Just imagine Dex finding out that that line can't. I can't. I'm doing hot girl shit, and <laughs> yeah. saying that while like doing like his his <laughs> bug scream or something. Like or, imagine if like Megan the Stallion was into this instead of like My Hero Academia. Oh god, <laughs> that's some wet ass furbus. Ew! Uh, that's uh, cursed. Ah! Ah! Thanks. I'll be here all night. My doctor wife says that your furbus shouldn't be wet. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's a joke for nobody, but <laughs> us, I think. Oh, I get those. Gee, I wonder what it could be. Yeah, I know. It's super big. I hope it's the Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah, this weird thing. I th what's the music episode before or after this? After oh, this. God. Yeah. I'm just like, why do you guys buy a player piano for the house? Yeah. It's because I'm forgetting the dad's name, but he, he misses Hal. his how <laughs> he misses his time in his rock band playing at dive bars. Yeah. Also, oh, we, would, okay. we would get this. Yeah. Also, like kind of unrelated, but like if you ever go and watch the series in full, um, try to see how many like Burbis puppets you can count. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no. there's like three or four. One of them has really terrifying eyes. Yeah. More yeah, than usual. Uh, yeah, like, I think there's, like, one that specifically is for, like, whenever the suit actor's in it. Uh, there's one for, like, when Furbus is sitting down. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, there's there are multiple Furbus suits, and they are all terrifying in their own way. <laughs> There's the driving one. Oh, the driving one? Furbus oh, no. drives a lot in this series for some reason. Okay. Wasn't Furbus like like Vern Troyer though too? Yeah, yeah. soon after it was Vern Troyer. Uh, oh god, that, that little motion from Albie just I I gets that vibe of like the director just being like, you know, just just act like it's Christmas. Part of the Stuart family traditions. What are those? Are they supposed to be like a working class family or something? Because they have a very nice house. I would say they're probably like middle class, pretty comfortably. Okay. Even yeah. though, like, I just have this a feeling that, like, Barr brings in more money. Yeah, she she has a way better catering business than the repair business. But also, this is, like, the 90s, where being comfortably middle class, even if you're on the lower end, can afford you a nice house. Yeah. Yeah, like Homer Simpson, who's like, oh, look, I'm so... I have like a four bedroom house, but I'm a failure kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but he also works a union job at like a nuclear <laughs> power plant. So like, <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Hi, Coda. Hi, Coda. It seems like all the Rangers playing family is joining us. Including our mascot, Coda. Including our mascot. I think he wants to attack Furbus. That's a good impulse. Even though he does not attack rats. See, nefarious plans going to involve hiring Pitch the Devil to stop Santa Claus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I don't. Oh, did you see the boom mic there just now? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> 
It just briefly dipped it in a frame, but like. <laughs> oh my god. Nice catch, Ashley. <laughs> I I don't know how I managed to catch it. Oh my god, there's thinking so much. Oh, uh, that that's I feel like this is just a thing for Saban properties based around Christmas, is that there has to be some unnecessary singing. Well, one, yeah. he's he's a musician, but two, they are Jewish, so they're like, what do what do the go- what do the goyim do? You know, they just they sit this around. This scene messed me up. This scene is a lot. <laughs> oh god, this scene is a lot. Yeah. Also, it's always- like Beetlejuice, David Lynch. Like. Uh- <laughs> Kurt like is explaining this to somebody who's never watched Master Rider. Kurt, I, I want to ask: Is Dex the baby from Eraserhead? He might be. <laughs> this is what the Eraserhead baby grows up to be. Merry Christmas, Lipstick Brothers, sisters. I just, I just, I don't know who it Saban decided. Well, Toei's got this project called Common Rider, and he looks like a bug. So if we use it. Our character should be a humanoid bug person. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll race confuse literally the kids. Descend- yeah. Because it is canon that his race literally descended from... Oh, shit. Yeah, from bugs. Yeah. And that gave them telepathy. That's it. Yeah. It's like, shouldn't he look more like an actual bug in, like, not suit form? I don't know. That would cost too much money and too much inventiveness. Yeah. It would probably horrify children, too. God. Now, what if Mass Rider was just Common Rider Shin? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Know who Nefaria and, like, Count Dragon, like, really remind me of, actually? Who? Uh, yeah. That uh, one, um, like, Kevin Smith tweet where he's, like, ten years in and we're treating... Oh, God. I know we're the treating one each other about. with each other. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> That's okay. We're synced up. Uh, these maggots are a lot. Yeah, maybe the most worthless minions ever. That's saying a lot. Yeah, there's been a lot of worthless minions. I didn't realize how many of these like villains could just see the like main characters when they're not transformed, just in their everyday life. That is kind of creepy that they just have the ability to spy. It's like Count Dragon's got his whole ship and he's like, I'm going to conquer Earth. But what I really need to deal with is the suburbanite family. Right. I it just I don't know why it reminds me of the, the Futurama episode with Santa, the second one. Where he's <laughs> oh, like, God. Hey, hey didn't Ooh. I tell you to knock? You don't know what I could be watching. Hang, I get New Orleans on this thing. <laughs> Let's do it faster, LB. I, I know this episode's only like 20 minutes long, but it meanders so much it that does. it feels longer. It's like, well, the script's short, so pat it out with public domain songs. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think that's also what happened with Alpha's Magical Christmas, let's be real. Yeah, pat out <laughs> the entire thing with public domain songs. You know, I told Kurt when I looked at the, uh, the, the, uh, box cover art for Alpha's Magical Christmas again. I'm like, did I actually own this? I don't know. It's just one of those things where you don't know as a child that if you owned it or not. Right. 
But it's like, I won't be surprised if my dad pulls it out of his storage. I was tempted to ask my friend Jesse, um, Righteous Jesse, who's like a uh, commentator and ring announcer in Tennessee. Uh, he also owns a side business where he like uh, buys and resells VHS tapes he finds. And like, um, I, I was tempted to ask him, like, listen, if you ever find Alpha's Magic christmas i need you to dm me right away <laughs> probably should he got you that big bad beetleboards tape well he was selling it separately i just bought it from him yeah i know but you you supported his his business i did i did you know you support your friend's side hustle you know <laughs> yeah and also it was like i was originally going to like show you that and be like ashley buy this <laughs> But we were on the same wavelength. It yes. only set me back $8. <laughs> oh no, Furbus, what are you doing? Furbus, yeah. don't open the door! Furbus is dead. I had to stay <laughs> like... <God>. Sitcom? <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that's the suit with the creepy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Furbus is very good at stealth. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, but sitcoms it, have that whole caroling thing, and it's like, it's barely a thing over here. Yeah, like, some places do it, but it's, like, more affluent neighborhoods, I think. And it's like a... That was a good line delivery. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in a way, it surprises me that it wasn't Patsy and her family coming in oh, as yeah. the carolers. But yeah, because yeah, that just guess, tracks with her character. I guess it's super affluent, like, neighborhoods, because I lived in, like, a decent upper-class, middle-class neighborhood growing up, and we never did caroling. Yeah, like, the only person I can... Because I know... The last, like, time I ever heard somebody mention caroling is, like, like, my favorite musician, Butch Walker, like, talked about sometimes he would do a caroling party with a bunch of his musician friends around, like, you know, his neighborhood. But, you know, he was living in, like, a pretty wealthy neighborhood in L.A., uh, also, Furbus has a really, like, this is better than Harry Potter's, like, thing. Yeah, he has, like, a, a nice little room under the stairs. Like, he's very well taken care of. Yeah. It's because, like, Furbus supports trans rights, I think. Yeah, yeah. it is because Furbus supports trans rights. We, we'll give Furbus that. He is very supportive. Yeah. I stinky Sometimes, cat. like, being an ally does not make you a good Furbus. Yeah. <laughs> no. Hi, Coda. Coda's back. Hi, Coda. And the maggots are waiting. Now it gets good. They're super hyped, though. Yeah, they are super hyped. I hope the Dragon suit just always amuses me. <laughs> trying to remember, is she like just reading this separately or is this just outside? This is the framing, narration? yeah. At least it's not the narration in uh, Wild Force that just randomly happens out of nowhere. Yeah, I still do not get that. 
It's like, let's explain to the kids what happened. Fuck you, Furbus. Oh, Santa. 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 God, I'm just like, I don't know, like, if, if, I, if I was in Santa's position and I saw that coming towards me. <laughs> don't show, like, Furbus to, like, the wrong wrestler, because, like, if it's McMahon saw Furbus, he just make Chad Gable. Furbus. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we just they got, got out of Shorty G, you know? Yeah. Also, I think, like, old TNA, like, when they were doing the, uh, dressing them up in the turkey thing, they would probably dress someone up like Furbus. Uh-huh. Well, Furbus got a, like, Christmas little... Yeah. Ashley now- Malley... Imagine Alex Shelley dressed Shut like Furbus. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it's the motor shitty Furbus. Oh. God, both of them having to dress like Furbus. Oh. I still can't believe, like, Alex Shelley nearly got fired over that turkey thing. Because he did, apparently backstage, they said he didn't sell it the right way. It's like, he got his ass handed to him by Mick Foley. What bet more do you want? <laughs> Hi, Coda. Coda's back. I mean, we want to make jokes about Furbus being a wrestler, but then CMLL in Mexico did have a mini wrestler that was just a somebody in a Ewok-looking monkey suit costume. Oh, yeah. That because... is not too far off from Furbus, to be honest. Uh, I, I still remember people, like, people who are more into Lucha on Twitter make the joke of how like copyright infringement is just a suggestion in Mexican wrestling. Mm. And it's just like, yeah, I could see somebody just randomly doing a Furbus gimmick. Is it even a copyright anymore? I feel like. I mean, it might be, but like, at what point is Saban really going to care about like the copyright over a property not even Toye wants to deal with? Well, I think it's been Hasbro hands now. Hasbro bought everything, so let's well, check anyway. Yeah, but I'm just like, how? But it really, how much Hasbro does like Hasbro really like- care? <laughs> We on a copyright on Furbus? <laughs> I mean, if they bought it with the stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I gotta Santa. get Santa. You know, you could say this is the worst thing that happened to Santa this night, but um, a few houses over, um, the Santa Claus happens. Oh, oh God. <laughs> God. He actually uses his powers. That's a that's kind of rare for these specials having watched all, like all of the America Toku ones. Yeah, because yeah, like they couldn't no... use. I remember they couldn't really use their powers and like the and one of the Power Rangers Christmas specials. Yeah, I guess there's. No I'm dreaming of a White of Ranger. Holiday. Yeah, because yeah. with the cross current of, holiday, current of magic. holiday magic. That line still messes me up. Cross current of holiday magic. I think it's just because it said without any hint of irony. Yeah. (laughs) Much like too much peak energy. Yeah. Santa doesn't believe in aliens. (laughs) You want food. Uh, It just gives him a giant cookie. Yeah, because, like, that that is Furbus. Let's be real. Yeah. He probably can't give Furbus, like, the gun he wants, though. So he's, he's <laughs> <a cookie. laughs> 
Burgess with sports, gun. Or the sports racer he wants. I, I wonder, like, now I just kind of want to look into, like, how Santa is in American, like, folklore. Because it's, like, he's, ha- like, very magical. Like, like is, is he a morphing master? I mean, probably. In the Boob comics, he might be able to morph. Yeah. I guess. Is he from the same planet as Zordon? Did he beat up Zordon? Because Zordon's an asshole. I mean, anything is possible. Anything is possible. This is, <laughs> this is the Christmas special I want to write, I guess, is, is the Santa no Zordon. I mean, I figure he has to. They're ex-lovers. <laughs> Careful, we don't need Bob Geldof to write Do They Know It's Christmas for Edenoy. Oh, no, oh no, my no, God. no, no, no. Is their fields full of poison? Do they know it's Christmas? Uh. Yeah, apparently, apparently, like, because, okay, so my alma mater, Georgia State University, has, like, a AM radio station that's pretty well known around the uh, city of Atlanta. Apparently, like Bob Geldof wrote, "I don't like Mondays in the studio." Like, like back in the early eighties. Oh, Dex, it's your grandfather. Oh, Hot girl season is, is so over. Bad. I'm here for oh, the holidays. God. The wig. This is like the best I've seen. This terrible wig. It's that that hard line on the like on the hairline, and then the, like the barely like spirit gummed on like head gem. God bless Tokusatsu. Oh, now time for the Deus Ex Machina head gem. Remember to believe in magic or I'll kill you. <laughs> Hi, Coda. It's better than knife and fork. But now the turkeys irradiated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Irradiated turkey! Yay! I feel like every episode of Master Rider ended with everybody laughing. <laughs> yeah! Can't Fair Star as a rock band. <laughs> I don't even know what was with these, like, ending, like, narration in the credits. No. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> That never comes up again. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'd like to believe poor. Oh, uh, and now there's somebody <laughs> uh, with channel art. Sometimes I like to believe Shotaro Shinomori before he passed away in 1998. He's just like, what the fuck did the Americans do to Common Rider? We've got to make a new TV show here. <laughs> I think that's my favorite thing about watching Master Rider in general is that whenever they cut to like the Toku footage, it's very clearly older than yes. like like as I know it took like Japan a while to upgrade their cameras but like it's even for like you know the 90s like you can very much tell that that footage was filmed in the 80s it's like eight years old by the time they use it yeah yeah it was, yeah. Yeah, it was at least a decade if not more yeah and I think Kurt you pointed out like they uh oftentimes old Toku like films with film where it's pretty obvious they did uh video. Yeah, it's like from what I from what I have gathered, I know like a lot of Toei stuff at the time, like they were shooting a lot of their live action on sixteen millimeter still. 
right in the first episode of like um of mass rider he's just wearing the uh, um like the same suit that Kodoro's like wearing in like black rx like it's the same outfit because they had to like show him going through space and like they didn't want to have another effect (laughs) yeah oh that happens so much like yeah i still remember that the driving episode where like it cuts to like it clearly clearly cuts to the toku footage where the uh where kotaro is on the hood of the car and it's like when did when did dex suddenly become a like uh, a 20 something year old japanese man I guess I have to wonder, um, what did Fermis learn about Christmas this year, though? Because I'm wondering, I'm looking, I- I'm not sure what he learned. Because, like, all this, like, footage, all this fun, like, this whole show seems like it was just, like, made to teach Fermis something. And I- did he learn anything this holiday season? He learned not to drink Natty Light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he learned if he eats one of Santa's cookies, Santa's eventually going to show up and give him a bigger cookie. I I guess that's how that works. You know, I guess it's better than, you know, accidentally killing Santa and taking his powers. Yeah. Imagine if Furbus instead of Tim Allen was the Santa Claus guy. I would probably enjoy that movie more. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't think... like Furbus, but like... yeah. Like there's so many joyless fucks in uh in the Santa Claus that I'm like, you know what? Sure, let's just add a little chaos demon in there. <laughs> well, l- let's take that further about like Tim Allen. Like, what about like Furbis the Toolman, like Taylor? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, the show is already Master Rider's already a sitcom, so it fits. It fits. Fur, except, you know, Furbus is the, the neighbor that you just see the top of his head. It's just like you see Furbus's eyes wearing the bucket hat. Mommy, yummy. Mommy, yummy. Just making the noises. Having, and they're just having a conversation with him. <laughs> really, any Tim Allen property, like if it's like instead of like last man standing, it's like last Furbus standing. Like, oh, my <laughs> daughter, my wife, woman. The shaggy Furbus? <laughs> okay, there we go. Uh, Old Furbuses for the like weird uh Boy, that's gonna make movie? Galaxy Quest it? weird. Oh, oh. god. Uh. I don't know if Sigourney Weaver has it in her to make out with Furbus. No. <laughs> like, yeah. She's been through too much. Yeah, like I I I I would I'm sure she's just like I would just rather face down the xenomorph again, you know? <laughs> so I wonder if like making out with Tim Allen in that movie is her I kiss Shatner. <laughs> oh god, probably. <laughs> Would Furbus be a good Buzz Lightyear? Um, <laughs> probably not. Probably a good Buzz Lightyear sidekick. He's pretty much yeah. the, the little aliens. The claw. The claw. <laughs> well, Furbus would be the story of the real person who Buzz Lightyear is based off of, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that one's being played by Chris Evans, so, you know, we don't need to replace him in that one. <laughs> I think Chris Evans' career could also use some furbing up. Oh. <laughs> Instead of Bucky, it's Furbus. Oh, no. The winter Bucky's Furbus. already been through so much. Winter Furbus. Uh, 
Yeah, Furbis is just a good character. Like probably the, how has Furbis not been made into some kind of like Sanrio mascot at least? Like you'd think like they'd like plunge you, that or like Boom Studios <laughs> might like might you make ever a comic. See the I don't know. Toy of Furbis from the nineties when the show came out. It is super nightmarish. <laughs> oh no, I have not seen this. Mm, I'm gonna have to find Yeah, this. they made a yeah. figure yeah. of Furbis. Because I do remember they did have some Mask Rider figures because they made because they did have like decks with the bike and the car and they made a Furbus as well and the Furbus looks horrible. And I think it was oh, like no. a wind up toy. <laughs> like, no. I'm looking at it. It's like Furbus on a skateboard and Furbus is like just kind of looks like he wants to die. <laughs> That's not good. Not Furbus buddy. There's more out there. I mean, I, if the show had been a bigger hit, I'm sure they would have made, like, Furbis plushies, but, like, it wasn't, so we never got that. The best thing I can remember is, like, I know I watched the early part of Mass Rider, but I remember even as a kid kind of getting bored of it really quickly. I mean, it's not a very good show, like, yeah. Yeah. even, like, by the standard of, like, because... You know, I can admit that, like, as much as I don't like Mighty Morphin Power Ranger season one, I can kind of see why it was such a hit. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, Masked Rider really had none of that. Like, you don't have, like, these cool teens that are, like, doing cool teen things while saving the world. Uh, you just have one teenager who's kind of a dork. Yeah. <laughs> and his family. And it's like, okay. <laughs> And then you have this weird, like, Furby-esque sidekick who is just, I would not really, they tried to go for, like, adorably precocious, but just ended up kind of annoying. Yeah, and I think, like, it also helps that as much as nothing happens at Power Rangers, they're at least, like, doing stuff where you'd be like, oh, like, when I grow up, me and my friends are going to do that, versus, mm-hmm. like, Dex is just nothing. Just a, yeah. Just a dork. I do love Dex, like, as a character, but it's just, like, it's more of, like, wow, if I were to write fan fiction and, and make this more interesting. Like, make his life more interesting than just weird bug guy. Yeah, because I'm, like, I don't think the concept of, like, alien, you know, alien warrior crash lands on Earth and is adopted by a local family is not, like, an inherently bad concept. It was just very badly executed with, uh, with Mass Rider. Yeah. I still kind of wish like Boom would get to do something with it, like like they're doing with the Power Rangers comics, but I get that like maybe just like Toei wants to say, no. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> I, I think I said on our in our Master Rider episodes that like uh if anything was to happen with Master Rider in the United States again, like Toye would just have to get cool with a bunch of things really quickly. Yeah. Um yeah, because at this point they just they don't want anybody to remember the property exists. I mean, it could be like a good social media thing if they were like as part of their like blitz to put out like Cobbin Rider decade on Blu-ray or something. They were like, here's some shirts that say like remember Furbus or something. Like he <laughs> No, I'm I need not to sure. just it's just on a shirt, put that like promo image from like the trading cards you can find that's just mm-hmm. Dex and Furbus yeah. with their mouths agape. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, who knows? Maybe it'll be like the the most cursed version of like Japanese Spider Man. Because like I know for a very long time, like they would just like 
Japanese Spider-Man was just relegated to Japan and they didn't really want like Marvel as a company just didn't really like openly acknowledge mm-hmm. it until about 2009. Um, so, you know, who knows? <laughs> Things could happen, but I don't I mean, see it happening anytime soon. <laughs> it's like Stan said, Stan Lee said about to Mar- about Toei Spider-Man. Yeah, we needed the money. Yeah. <laughs> and they were offering. Yeah. Uh, I will say the 616 documentary about it is very insightful because um, they talked to the one guy who was kind of the, the who was heading up that production from Marvel, but they mostly talked to like the the actors and like some of the people working on the tokusatsu itself. Like the stunt actor has some stories. Um, I mean, obviously they're going to kind of take the more bent on it of, you know, Oh, this was a very interesting like idea for Marvel and blah, 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 blah. Cause it's, you know, it's an officially sanctioned like documentary from Disney. So like, you know, they're going to try to cover yeah. some stuff up um, when talking about Stan. But I think, yeah, I think it was just overall very insightful on like, especially filming tokusatsu in the 70s. Um, oh, yeah. Because like the stunt actors talking about like climbing up Tokyo Tower without any sort of rigging and like getting wounds because he had to, he literally swung into trees during one stunt, um, almost got <laughs> bit by a German shepherd. And this was, I think this was post, because uh, they started using, I think, suit actors after the main actor in uh, Kamen mm-hmm. Rider got severely injured on a bike. That's why there's two Kamen Riders. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, it was a suit actor, like, because they had the suit actor, and then they had the suit, suit actor for Takeru, uh, Takeru, Takeru, mm-hmm. um, separately, and, like, first of all, the actor who plays, plays you know, the, the, the main character in that show he's adorable like he's an adorable old man at this point um but yeah the 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 suit actor just talking about all of the weird shit he went through was just like damn okay (laughs) (laughs) honestly i kind of wish like there was a way to get like set stories from master rider oh um i guess what it is it's like it's like is tony oliver just be like did I work on that show? My name's in the credits or something. <laughs> yes, yeah, someone asked someone corner Ted Jan Roberts at a convention and just be like, tell me about Master Rider. I, I don't know, even know like, if he does um, con, but I know some of the other cast members were at um what's the California Power Rangers Cotton Mor- Power, Power Morphicon? Morphicon. Power Morphicon. Yeah, I know yeah. I've seen like stuff that like um that Albie's actor and um the sister and um the mom, I saw like a thing about they were at one of those about a decade ago. <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. I know that um there's so, a couple oh, people they still haven't gotten. Like uh the one person from VR Troopers they haven't gotten, I don't think, right? I oh wow. Not certain. He got oh. hot. <laughs> Which one the one who played Ryan Steele <laughs> or the other one? Uh no, I think uh the uh one who played um Caitlin, I think. Yeah. I, she was harassed by one of the producers, actually. That might be why. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah she but she's, she gets she in touch with the other two actors, interesting enough. Sorry. I, I had a curse thought about, like, because, um, well, not curse, but, like, you know, Ted Jan Roberts, like, he's still, he's still an actor, and he's, like, um, 
I, I, since I know that uh, the Mandalorian loves to bring in martial artist actors, like I'm just now imagining Ted Jan Roberts showing up in Mandalorian season three. Let's get him and Mark DeCostas in there. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my I would. God. Not- and Cynthia Rothrock while I'm at it. Yeah, you know, they, they got me when they got, oh God, who was it? In, uh, I love it. It's like, this is the problem with talking about Mask Rider because it, it's easy to trail off about other things because it's Mask Rider. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing to talk about with it. Well, just one thing to bring up about Furbus because um, Ashley and Jules talked about this on um, their Mask Rider episode, but I was the one who told them about the fact that the Furbus suit was made by. Um, I think it's uh, the Chiodo Brothers studio who were a special effects artist. Um, their big thing was they were the creators and directors of the 80s cult classic horror comedy Killer Clowns from Outer Space. God. Okay. So in a way, it's like, why is Furbus kind of upsetting looking? Well, they hired these guys who made the most famous like evil clowns in film history next to Pennywise. <laughs> Uh, the other... I think there's oh, okay. a check you cash when you make Furbus's mouth that detailed. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> they didn't have to do that, but they did, and I kind of hate it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the other martial arts actor from Larry in the season I was thinking of was Diana Lee uh, in Osato. Okay. Yeah, in Osanto, yeah. Um, but no, but... it's like what surprised me about this episode is that it didn't end with like Santa taking Furbus along on a sleigh or anything like that. Yeah. That would have happened in Power Rangers. <laughs> oh yeah. Or with his like head jewel. Like if he was like, Oh, Furbus with your head so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? <laughs> 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 but like, nah, it's just, there's so many episodes of Mass Strider where Furbus is driving a vehicle. Yeah, it is. Um, it is kind of ridiculous. Furbus drives Hal's work van a lot. Yeah. yeah or Furbus drives a lawnmower at one point. That he souped up. Yeah. He souped up this lawnmower <coughs> and he drives it. Give There's- Furbus a Zord. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh God, he'd be too powerful. <laughs> no swords for Furbus. <laughs> Oh, Again, no. there is an episode where Furbus gets gigantic, like a kaiju. Yeah, it was, it was so weird. I think that I think that episode is even called Furbus Maximus. Okay. Oh yeah, watch out for the Ides of Furbus. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh God! The Ides oh. of Furbus. Honestly. As a Godzilla fan, um, I would love if I could go to like a Wikipedia page for Furbus, like and like an alternate universe where it's just like, oh, like here's like the like Mirai Furgis um <laughs> suit. Like here's like the like Millennium Furbus suit. <laughs> the Showa <Yeah>. era. <laughs> yeah. oh, Showa era Furbus would be a nightmare. Oh god. Do you remember the the last episode of Mass Writer with like all the other Mass Writers? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh God! I posted that uh, clip when we watched it on uh, my Twitter because it's so funny. Because one, it's hilarious that they got um, uh, it's a couple of really prominent anime voice actors. One of them's um, oh, is Richard Epcar, and another guy who did a lot of stuff in like Digimon and a bunch of other shows. But it's like it's very obvious that like they were having to double book duty for voicing of these master of like the other master writer warriors. Oh, so they had to like guess the names. Yeah, they got the names off yeah. of them. It's like 
It's like they cut Rider Man because I guess he was a live action, like a, a guy with just a face mask and you can see his mouth. It's like, oh, that that looks like dubbing. <laughs> and then they just they get him. They get him all completely off, except for at the end. They got Z-Cross, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they were just given a list of names but are not told like who was who. So they're just like, oh, we're. We're gonna which, fucking which, guess. Yeah, I, think gonna Amazon, guess. I think Amazon's calls himself Writer Man. Yeah, he's Writer Man, <laughs> Master Writer, Warrior Leader, Master uh, unnamed Master Writer Wad. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Master that Writer V three. Honestly, that uh. that whole scene made like the whole show worth it. Yes. <laughs> At least the show got an ending. From what I heard about Bit Bad Beetleborgs and what I do know from VR Troopers, those didn't get endings. They just end. I mean, did it get it? Did VR or did Mass Rider really get an ending? It just kind of ended. <laughs> it it got more of an ending than just like I think like how the others end are just kind of like I know. I Oyster remember VR St- Troopers just it's just over. It's just over. <laughs> like so many syndicated television shows, it's just like the last episode is like so, pretty much nothing. Yeah, uh, like it's resolved. It's like the the last episode of uh, Mighty Morphin season one being Oyster Stew. Oh God, yeah. Or like, <laughs> you have just ending. <laughs> it's over. It's over. <laughs> but at least Zeo had like you know the the machine empire getting destroyed. So yeah. by Zed handing fucking Sprocket a bomb, <laughs> <laughs> which may be the best thing Zed does voice. in that whole show. <laughs> There's very limited thought. And they need to get through. So they're like, yeah, it's like, here's a bomb. Or like, the one that I do remember, though, is Turbo Ends. And it like feels like apocalyptic. At least I like remember it did. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. I think Ash and I remember. And it went with like, a, and it goes into the setting up that like with a cliffhanger for setting up. <laughs> yeah, in, in space. Because Ash and I, uh, when we were going over uh, a couple months, it's going to show up our uh, overview of the series uh, of this first decade. And we talked about how that ending was just too good for the actual series. Yeah. Cause it's like, it felt like there were stakes involved and like left on this massive cliffhanger leading into in space. And it's just like, how did this come out of the series where there was a kid ranger and one episode involved Carlos turning into a vampire with like the worst bad effect of all time, as, as as everyone points out, there was one where they got baked in a pizza. You know, it's all sorts of weird shit. That bad effect of so, just reminded of it because it was on a. Sh- it was you could see the string. It was so obvious, right? So the weirdest thing, though, I still find with Mast Rider though was like. They built it in to, like, set the show up, I guess, to get people interested by having that three-parter open season yeah. three of Mighty Morphin. And mm-hmm. it's barely in the show. Yeah, and then it's like, yeah, it's like, there's no callbacks to, which, I guess for whatever reason they decided, like, it was going to be way too much work to, uh, once again, film the Ranger suit actors and the... There was, like, Master one episode, one. but it was, like, cutout footage where they did, like, go and... Yeah, there's like the yeah, there's one episode where they just flash back to like it's the, like, hey, remember when Dex met the Power Rangers, the show you kids care about? Well, yeah. and then I also think uh, I I also laugh at the fact that I thought this this tight it like Dex showed up at the like Countdown to Destruction finale. I like misremembered that, and yeah. I didn't watch that finale until I was an adult. 
You just thought somehow, maybe I just, they brought him back. Yeah, I just misremembered. <laughs> they brought Dax back and they, yeah. Some like, tells me that like Toei was like, you're not allowed to use this suit anymore. Yeah. Right. But also the suit probably got ruined. Yeah, then again, I mean, because they had Blue Centurion and um, Phantom Ranger. The suit also probably got ruined because a lot of, until very recently, a lot of common Raider suits were made because mm-hmm. they would basically rot. Yeah. So probably the the suit was also rotted by the. But um, as, as you guys mentioned in the uh, Time Force episode, the weirdest thing and kind of the last place you ever saw Master Rider. There's an episode where uh, is it Nadira? Nadira's yeah, Nadira. just watching a, a Master Rider like on oh TV my- and like crying like it's a big emotional soap opera. Because you know they were using yeah they, they were using like the like a fan the one of the family scenes I think it was yeah. when Dex just came it's like oh your family now but it's just like what and so it's like now it's like so is Master Rider a TV show within the unit it's like continuity what's that yeah that's Power Rangers <laughs> and it's like it is continuity? hilarious that is like the most high quality clip you can find of Master Rider in the United States yes well okay, here is my explanation for. I'm pretty sure that one, like some writer at some point said that Dex was also fighting like during Countdown and that just became like widely known canon somehow, like yeah. even though he's not shown. But here's my canon explanation for why Dex is gone. <laughs> um, <coughs> um, for the Common Rider series and maybe for the Mass Rider series too, their power is inherently linked to the evil that they fight. So maybe Zordon's wave depowered Dex, and that's why he's just on Eden Doy. There you go. Maybe <laughs> Dex is just like that's that Star Wars prequel stuff. <laughs> Dex is like, I must go now. My planet needs me. Cell lifts off the screen. Dex died on his way of his home world. <laughs> of course, then again, I get. Was it I who came up with the idea of calling the Master Rider episode a Ranger Splane? Furbus has been found dead in Miami. Yes, yes. it was. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think that's become our one of our biggest joke names. It's our favorite, personally. I think. <laughs> yeah, there really is nobody quite like Furbus these days, and there really shouldn't be. I don't think. <laughs> yes, that's more Furbus. Like the closest I can think of to Furbus, and like in the past twenty years of media, is maybe Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> guess, 25 yeah. more I guess at this point but like you know <laughs> and even then it's like Jar Jar still got slowly just written out of the series <laughs> into Clone Wars I mean he shows up in Clone Wars um, and does stuff in Clone Wars that's somewhat helpful sometimes uh, but I'd still say the worst though was that one episode where he had a love interest and it's just like I don't want to think about that <laughs> Oh God! Don't want to think about like Jar Jar Kinks. Oh! <laughs> this makes me wonder, though. Speaking of like mascot characters that are chaos agents, who would be worse at creating despair, Monokuma or Furbus? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I, I mean, imagine Rampa. Furbus and Dongan Rampa. <laughs> <laughs> God, Cube. <laughs> I just imagine Madoka where everything's the same, but replace Cube with Furbus. 
<laughs> a lot less dead, like middle school Magical. girls on her hands. Oh my god! Like, okay, just imagine Furbus comes to you. He's like, I can grant your wish if you like. I just like. I just be like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'd eat him. I think the only way to escalate and close out this episode is if one very simple question. Mm-hmm. Uh. So Furbis, Elgar, and the 2017 CG Alpha, that's a weird alien. Fuck Mary Kill. Mm. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> can I just kill Elgar and Furbis and then marry the Alpha? I think that's where I'm at, because at least like Alpha 5 and the 2017 movie is played by Bill Hader. So like, you know, at least he's funny. Yeah. Can I just go off a cliff and not deal with any of it? That's fair. (laughs) You also haven't seen the 2017 movie. No, I haven't. Uh, I guess there's only one way to answer this. That's Elgar has a more human countenance, so I won't feel as bad having sex with him. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) I'll kill Furbus and I'll marry Alpha. I mean, you know, you could just put a bag over Elgar Elgar's is- head, I think. Yeah, he's definitely a paper bagger monster. <laughs> Elgar has enough consciousness that I don't feel weird about having as weird. Not that I don't feel weird about having sex with him. I don't feel as weird as Furbus. Furbus has a little like slight like petness to him that Elgar doesn't. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I would not want to. <laughs> I just would kill him. Yeah. yeah. Him. But would Furbus kill me instead? And yeah, um, so if you want to um, ask questions about like, or let people know if you would fuck Furvis, um, where'd they find you all at Rangers Plane? <laughs> you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Rangers Plane. Um, or you can also email us at uh, rangersplane at gmail.com. Uh, if you have more private questions or if you happen to be hoarding the uh, long lost Sailor Moon and or Bioman pilot. Yes, definitely the Bioman. We're not (laughs) either or. Yeah. And as always for Common Riders Me, you can find us um, at Common Riders Me on Twitter, CommonRidersMe.com, CommonRidersMe.com slash episodes for all of our episodes and places to find them. There is us on Instagram as well at Common Ride With Me. There is a podcast at CommonRideWithMe.com for questions. And also, there's CommonRideWithMe.com slash merch. All of our proceeds from now until January 8th go towards eviction defense funds. So, like, if you want to buy anything, like, small or whatever, uh, it might be too late now, considering it's uh, December 24th for any holiday shipping, but still. Uh. Yeah, and uh, you can also find us on uh, RangersPlane.wordpress.com for all of our show notes and links to our podcast. <laughs> Sorry, the kit- kitten's here. Uh. <laughs> Thank you all for coming on. And uh, remember, uh, don't sleep with Furbus. No, yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't sleep Love with yourself. Don't, no. don't sleep with Furbus. Or give him water after midnight. <laughs> exactly. Ah, uh, Furbus would look better as a gremlin, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'd fuck a bad boy, Furbus. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> everybody, the show is over. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da.